This is Gam Chat. My name is Greg. I'm McCoy. And I'm Dee. We're three Filipino gay guys trying to make sense of anything and everything in the world today. Welcome to our podcast. So this is our queries episode. We are answering your questions in this episode called You've Got You've Queries. You've Got Queries. queries. <laughs> that was like, why even say it together, guys? Like it was so off. So here's how our queries episode works. Listeners send their questions through DMs on social media, email, or anchor.fm. You can even remain anonymous. And we pick three of them and we discuss it. Plain and simple, right? Yep. So, McCoy, what is the first query? Okay, question one is from Choi of Podsurfing. And the question goes, any tips for someone exploring sex toys for the first time? So, Greg, <laughs> as our in-house expert of all things sexual. And self-defense, <laughs> slash self-defense. Yes, slash self-defense, <laughs> yes. Why don't you take the lead on this one? Take the lead. Um, Tips on someone exploring sex toys for the very first time. Let's just keep it basic. If it's the very first time you're exploring this, always start small. Especially if you're going to use like a foreign object literally inside of you. <laughs> well, aren't this all foreign objects? <laughs> well, I mean, no, you could do like a, a flashlight. We know what that is, right? Well, we can discuss that because someone did mention that. Well, yeah, like a flashlight is... um, It's, it's a flashlight, oh, did... but instead of light coming out, it's your lightsaber coming in, right? I think that's a beautiful way of yes. describing it. <laughs> so, but you're saying so if your starter starts small, so should we tell Choi who sent a question to cancel his um, bicycle subscription with that um, thing that goes <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> what McCoy, McCoy knows what I'm talking about which is <laughs> wait what bicycle thing I don't know okay well I've seen those things where it's like a bicycle pedal and then uh -huh. there's like a, something attached I think to that it goes that goes in and, in and out <laughs> oh I know what you're talking about I don't yes. describe this. Like, are we talking about? Are we wait? Are we talking about bicycles? You here? know how some people like do the bicycle. They pedal for electricity, or if they make ice cream or something, <laughs> you pedal for yeah. penetration. <laughs> Except you're pedaling, and this like little device moves as you pedal. So it's a two man job, though, right? Because then someone has to be pedaling. Yeah. Well, the other one is getting. Wait, what toys are you buying or searching for, D? Like, I can't <laughs> I've just I've seen it. I don't even know where I saw this, but yeah. I know what he's talking about. Um, I think this is goes beyond sex toys. This is like a whole different genre. Well, since D, we know already that he goes to some weird website. <laughs> Not weird, but different websites than some of us do. Japanese. Uh, Japanese. What would be your advice, D? <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I've, I'll be honest. I've never tried one or used one. And that's fine. But that's fine. I like. I like checking things out. Like, just so... Uh, step on the brake here. Step on the brake. I'm going to tap the brake. Tap the mm -hmm. brake. You've honestly never tried some? I have never. Shut up, No, <laughs> I've never. Wait, wait, wait. Out of all three of us, I'm the only one. Yes. Seriously, guys. Greg, okay. Me and D's sexual experience combined has nothing on yours. We are like <laughs> beginner level compared to you. You have like gone around the block and then on your way back. We haven't even showered to leave the house. 
That's how more advanced you are compared to us. Oh, come. Oh my God. But it doesn't mean I don't like know what they are when I see one. Yes. Yes. So. All right. So, D, going back to you. Okay. So, what? What would? What's your advice? Since you don't have one, <laughs> I think still go for it. If it's something that you feel like you would benefit from or actually enjoy. Go for it. But then again, don't go for like the entire fist. Like go small. Yes. Oh, did yes. I, I wait, think, wait, uh, did I go too far? Uh, well, they actually do sell those. They actually No, do well, sell. that too. You can't go too far also with that. So <laughs> I'm innocent when it comes to sex stories. <laughs> I haven't, tri- I haven't tried them. I really, right at this point in my life, I have no desire to, although I'm not closing off. I'm not close to the idea of using them or being into them in the future, but I did. Um, learn a lesson from someone I went with her to buy this thing called magic bullet not the blender but it's this thing I was like see that's big also you gotta go smaller yes, than not, that not I was that. gonna say that, but then... <laughs> I just had a visual of you literally sitting on a, on a blender <laughs> Is that the one with the handle on the side, or is it like? No, well, no. <laughs> so she bought this thing. It's this little device that goes into your finger, um, and it vibrates. So she proceeded to um, use this, and I guess um, she really enjoyed it because I guess she had some orgasm blockage, I guess. And when you're trying to exercise the blockage, yeah, it's very explosive, right? So she was yeah. like, her mind was blown. So right after the first time, she did it again. Oh, girl. And then the next day, she had a fever. Oh. So the lesson learned from that experience is maybe you shouldn't push yourself. Maybe just pace yourself. You know what I mean? Like, try it once. And if you enjoy it, maybe wait till the next day. Let your body rest Especially if you're putting things inside your body and you're not used to that, maybe you should let your body like get used to to all that um, manhandling. She exhausted herself. Yes, I think that's what it was. Oh wait, 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 wait! Look at it this way: the first time she did it, she was okay. Mm-hmm. Second time, she got a fever. It's kind of like the first dose of the vaccine. It's like she was okay. The second time, yes. she got the fever and chills. Yes, yes. Reminder, guys: get vaccinated. Yeah. And the second dose, watch out for it. Chase it with Tylenol. Yes. I'm, I'm, okay, I got to pass this down. <laughs> that was like a... <laughs> wow, okay. Um, well, here's this interesting part about sex toys. One is there's no shame about using it, right? Mm-hmm, no. But it's quite interesting when you never use a sex toy or never been intimate with yourself in that capacity, mm-hmm. that the type of energy or orgasm or like feeling that you'll get could actually stimulate and almost like even shock the body because it's never been stimulated by that way before. So it's quite interesting that she got the fever because that that actually makes sense to me. It released some um, evil spirits, I guess. Or... <laughs> oh, blockages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you an all evil spirit? What is there like a... Exorcism. The blockage is evil. Let the blockages go. Okay. I have another experience actually of watching someone use um, a prostate massager. They're all prostate massagers. Well, okay, go on. I've never, okay, I've seen them at the store. I've never actually seen it being used. Um, and, you know, magic of Zoom or Telegram. Um, so <laughs> it's like the magic of Zoom, Zoom or Telegram, Telegram, Slack, Google yes. Docs, um, Google oh, Sheet. Like, what? <laughs> 
they facilitate this type of interaction. So he used it, and I was like, "Wow, okay." And it, from what I see, it's it was very intense for him. So I got it got me curious. Like maybe I should check this out. Maybe it's something I could be into. Or maybe I'm just into watching. I don't know. I think everyone should take a moment and explore it. I think it's healthy. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I mean, I, but some tips, of course, when you start using it, you have to understand that you have to use water-based lube. Ah, oh, okay. That's a good tip. Because uh, you could destroy all your toys. If you use silicone-based? Yeah. Uh-huh. You could destroy it all. And it's careful, It's important to know that because if you put something in you that's not water-based... After a while, it could um, deteriorate, and it might get stuck in you. Just saying, like you. Know? <laughs> but don't they have stoppers, like you know? Yeah, but if it's all like sil- silicon, right? If it's all like, um, and it deteriorates. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean say the stopper could like tear off, and then it'll just go yeah. suck inside? Oh, I haven't experienced that, but I do know people who have experienced that. Ugh, so, okay. okay. Um, that's really important to know. But another tip I would say is. If you're using a sex toy, of course, start small, but also it's like building a relationship with yourself. Take the time to like, you know, block out at some time in your day to do it and just be, get really intimate with yourself. So I should use my... And be really open. So I should put it in my calendar, like between five to six. Yeah, like you, you like clear your calendar for that. Yeah. Yeah. Get to know yourself. Like oh, yeah. Pencil it in. Yeah. So it's like something to look forward to. So maybe I should take myself out on a date. Like I'll have dinner. And then when I get home... No, no. Remember, you don't eat dinner first. Well, it depends I, which one you're doing. See? It really depends. And especially what you're eating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, actually, you're right, because I'm telling you, you should clean out yourself or <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. So really, it's, oh, I'm too lazy for all this work. <laughs> you know, uh, so D, uh, you're the one who did that story um, for our Instagram stories. Yeah. With Samantha from Sex and the City. She mm. had that Massa- vibrator. It's a massager. That massager. But apparently, a lot of gay guys are now using that to stimulate their penis. By just by vibrations of it, actually have gotten guys off just by the vibration. So that's for men and for women. But you have to be careful what like massager you're buying, you're using with that, because that's the vibrating one. I just bought one of those Theraguns, and that will fuck you up if you use that anywhere else that's supposed to be sensitive. Because it actually, it's like it's not a it's not a vibration motion. It's almost like a punching motion. Like a punch. Yeah. Oh, that's what like chiropractor chiropractors yes, use, yes. right? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So you you can't okay. use that for like pleasure. Uh, I mean, and that's uh, not spot. necessarily. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, oh, you can. St- oh, there you what? go. It's kind of like the bike. You can. St- Stick something to it, McCoy. See, Greg's face reveals so much. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I swear. I have, I have friends. You have told me. It's like when he's getting a, like, a, like a flashback. He did tell me, though, at one point, like off recording, he was like, oh, yeah, I was looking into getting that, too. <laughs> so he did say that. <laughs> they have multiple attachments. You're forgetting that point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, now um, there are actually like machines that could like pound you 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. That's what I'm talking. We were that's what we were talking about the bike one where someone pedals. So interactive. It's kind of like no, when you go like the children's museum and you pedal and then like like flat. No, D. Back. D. This is not like the 1800s. <laughs> it's 2021. You wait. You can exercise while giving someone pleasure. And yeah, it's a cardio. Yeah. Two in one. Save time. Right. This is why you guys don't have any sex stories. I see why. <laughs> Okay. McCoy, what are some of the responses? <laughs> okay. So from Rich Flores, he said, be open. Well, you have to and be. And then from... Right? Definitely in many ways, yeah. right? Be open to the idea and then be open physically. Relax. Relax. And then Talaki Talks, it's it's a podcast. I love I love listening to them. They're funny. Um, they said, start small. Kind of like what Greg said. They, they, they speaking from experience. Mm, yeah. Why do you say, mm, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you just like... I was just agreeing. Um, okay, so Tito underscore Vida says, smoke a blunt and use lots of lube. Oh my god, actually, that's a good idea. To relax you as well. Also, they have CBD um, lube too. Oh, I've seen that. Does that really work? Yeah, it actually... Okay. From I, I heard it works. Mm, okay, so so uh, Kiefer D, you know Kiefer, of It's Alas Juicy podcast, says, choose your weapon and enjoy. It's funny how he says weapon... It sounds aggressive. Which kind of tells you about him as well. Yes. So maybe he uses it. Well, actually, you know, this sex toy is like dual purpose for pleasure and for self-defense. Yeah. Kind of, you know, Greg has one of those. (laughs) Um, So from Flo Galindez, he says, let go of your inhibitions and use your imaginations and look for the right toy for you. Oh, that's a good one because... What happens is that you don't get disappointed if you buy a toy and it doesn't, yeah. you're not, it doesn't, you, you know, you're not feeling it. It's yeah. like dating. You, you have to date your sex toys. You have to go out with one and then us, you know, it's, it doesn't really work out. Mm-hmm. It's like Goldilocks, you know, like you try one bed, too soft, try another bed, too hard. You try no one's just right. It's, okay. it's like that. Goldilocks. Wow. Okay. Not the bakery. Not the bakery. <laughs> So we have a sender and he wanted to be anonymous and I insist on giving him a code name and the code name I chose is Junjun. Oh, Junjun. Junjun. Yes. And so Junjun says, always check inside the flashlight first before using. He says, I was excited for the first time when I got one. I immediately used it. Then there was this white searing pain. Apparently, there was a sachet of lube inside the flashlight. Oh my god, that scared me! I thought there was like a spider inside or something. Maybe. Oh god, no. But, oh my god. So I'm okay. I'm assuming like the little the, the thing, the case of lube, like cut him. Is that that's yeah. sharp? That's, it's, you know how those 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 um sample ones are sharp at the end. Yes. Yeah. So oh, poor Jun Jun and his Jun Jun. Oh Jun Juns. <laughs> Yes. So Choi of Podsurfing says, try the basic ones first. Don't try anything too big or anything that has too many studs or spikes. (laughs) I didn't even think they they came like that, but okay. Um, Be gentle with yourself. Take it easy. We know you'll eventually go for the big ones. So you got to work your way Mm. up. Mm, Yeah, it's like a promotion. (laughs) So it's really a job. (laughs) Again, now I know why you don't have any sex toys. (laughs) Or maybe it's a it's a it's a sign that I do need one. <laughs> uh, those are those are really good responses. Should we go to the second one? Yes. Question number two. So question number two is from Grace and Mimai of Wakang Lilingon, and the question goes: Cite a past deed that made you say, "What was I thinking then?" 
Okay, I'll go first. Mine's going to be quick. You know those many times where you, well, back then, when people send you a picture and it's really not them, or they don't send a picture at all, but you go ahead and hook up with them anyway. So when you get to the place, you're like, this is not them, or like, oh, you're not how, how you described yourself. But since you're already there, you just go go through with it. And then after that, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. So you like regret the whole thing. Then you do it again, and then again and again. So that's my thing. It's like, there's a couple, more than a couple of, of, of scenarios where that's happened to me. Didn't learn the first time, so you did it again. Didn't learn the second time, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slow learner sometimes. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> so you're catfished. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you like being catfished. I don't. Are you the catfish? You're the catfish. I have never catfished anyone. They're the catfish. They are the catfish. Yeah, they're the catfish. So you're the you're you're the fisher. I'm the catfish victim. You're the they're the tadpole that the catfish <laughs> ate. Or vice versa. I don't know who ate who. How about you, D? Okay, I didn't know where to take this question. I thought it was like D doesn't like helping others. So <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was I thinking? Helping others is what you, is how you read it? Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, deed. Like, good deed goes unpunished. <laughs> well, that could be it. Okay, so I'm going to go with, yeah, so I'm going to go that direction. Yeah. Um, up to this day, I still turn on the navigation, even if I'm just going to go to from home to work or vice really? versa. Because I, I, it's just, I'm bad with directions to begin with. And one thing that I always do is like, if someone asks me for direction, like, oh, where's the thing? I just point up just to like, because I don't know, sometimes my left and right, my brain don't function fast (laughs) enough for that. And I, it's just more than a handful of times where strangers will ask me, oh, how do I get to this place? And you let them astray. And I... Yeah, I probably sent people to like Arizona or San Diego when they just needed to go down the block. So <laughs> I apologize to those people. Um, Amado has tried to correct that, but his logic does not make sense to me. It was like, okay, if you know, you know, like if you're lost, you just need to know where the ocean and the mountains are. But sometimes I can't see the fucking ocean or the mountain for me to even <laughs> find my way back. <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> So don't ask me for directions if you see me out and about. So like, hey, how do I get there? I think, you know, everyone has a phone. Just check your phone. But I've probably gotten a lot of like strangers lost or tourists, especially when I'm I'm out and about. Dude, does that haunt you when you think about it? Like all the people that you misled? No, but sometimes I kind of chuckle. I'm like, ah, like. I don't think he meant it. (laughs) He he meant to mislead them. So, you know. I just agree. It's like, oh, is it going this way? And they say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like point wherever they're pointing, and I'm like, I don't know. Hopefully, you get to Walmart. I have, I'm haunted. <laughs> this is funny because it makes you think because I am haunted by this one incident when I was in San Francisco and I was in traffic in the city, and some some car next to me honked and said, motioned me to lower my window. I lowered my window, and he said, How do I get to um, the 101? And I pretended like I knew because I was, I, I was fairly confident and they pointed him in the wrong direction and then once i did that i realized i basically led him away to the other <laughs> east bay oh my god all the way to like vallejo area and i'm still haunted to this day because i was like i gave him the wrong direction you know what i'm learning from what you guys have been saying is never be afraid to say i don't know <laughs> oh <laughs> 
In wow. fact, someone asked me for directions yesterday when I was getting a burger. And I said, honestly, I don't know. And they said, okay. And then they pulled up the, their phone and they looked at the map. Because I don't know. I'm not from that area. So I'm sorry. I was pretty confident that the 101 was on the other side of the... <laughs> being confident and being right are sometimes not the same. <laughs> okay, thank you, ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who misled people. <laughs> I feel guilty enough. Thanks a lot, McCoy. I, I can't even feel guilty because I've done it so many times that I've kind of used to it. That's why really when people just ask, You're like, like, ah. it's like, oh, which way is this? I just point up. So they can't like, you pointed this way. No, I pointed up, bitch. You can't blame me. I pointed what? up. <laughs> well, Greg, what's, what's your thing? What's something that made you say... What was I thinking? I have like way too many. Choose the first thing that comes to mind. I do feel like I learned from them all. Oh, okay. A lot of X's come to my mind. Yeah, well. Like, um, okay, what was I thinking? What was I thinking when um, I just met a guy and all of a sudden he moved into my apartment in less than a month? What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and he turned out to be crazy. What was I thinking? And then I had to call the police on him. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you I learn? I have a lot of what was I thinking. Um, you know what I actually learned thinking looking back at it? I learned that I need to handle my own issues before I get into a relationship. Because I jumped into this relationship because one, he was cute. And two, uh, I didn't want to deal with my own issues. So y what you're saying is you're marupok. I don't think he can remember that. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm trying to whisper to you, like, uh, I'm no, trying no. to mouth you. What does that mean? Because I wanted to say, like, oh, I remember all your weak. Filipino word of the day, but that one I forgot. You're, it's like weak, yeah, weak. Damn. Emotionally. Well, I was, okay? Yeah. It was a, it's, it's what was I thinking? That's true. So, McCoy, what was our listeners thinking? So, Alfie Clemente says, too many to mention, but I'm glad there was no social media back mm. then or I'd be viral every week. Oh, my God. Can I Can I respond to this? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed by this. What? Do you remember um, all the parties that we used to go to in San Diego? Oh my god, yes. yes. You're both cringing, right? Oh my god. JPS pictures, you know that. Yeah, I don't... Shh, don't tell anyone, okay? <laughs> um, so I was hanging out with some friends, um, that was a couple years ago, um, and one of them said, Oh, I have a friend. Um, and he showed me this video from back in the day and he's all into Asian guys. He's a, oh, he's a white guy. And my friend was like, yeah, I was looking at this video and it's a party of all these like Asian guys at a party. And then he said, and then I saw someone doing this thing like with a, with a toy. Oh my God. With a toy. No, but like playing it with a toy, not like I had my clothes on. It was just like, I was just being foolish. Yeah. It was not, it was not like a thing naked or sexual or anything like that. And then apparently I was like throwing the toy around like I just didn't care and slapping people with it. And my friend goes, oh, my God. And I saw that was you. I was like, oh, my God. It's like haunting me. <laughs> great. This episode's so great. It has like a toy and it has something I regret. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys, for sending your queries. <laughs> but you guys did embarrassing things before, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And there's some videos, some pictures out there somewhere. JP has them. Shh. Who are you? I won't <laughs> say anything. Okay. So let's go to the next one before we reveal too much. Uh, Rich Flores says, having bangs in high school. Wait, bangs. <laughs> Rich is a guy, right? He yeah. probably had like the side part bangs. Oh, the Filipino bangs yeah. where it's like high up, like oh. a pompadour look. Yes, maybe that. Okay. 
Okay. But those are nothing to be ashamed about. Those are those are actually kind of hot. It's probably gonna come back again, like in what ten years, because it's the Maybe. cycle. Okay, no the, shame. The next one is that guy VP of Cha Astrology. He says, agreed to be a playmate for a couple, and he says, ah, they broke up a week after. Play? Oh, you mean it was like a threesome? Oh, I thought it was like a bunny playmate. I thought when he was a kid, but then I wrote, I I read the next line. I was like, oh. It's not when he was a kid. No, no, but I, I thought it was like Playmate Bunny. Like he dressed up as like a Playboy well, Bunny or something. Well, you know, that that is actually a fetish. Yeah. Yeah. Can you um, follow like, up with that message, VP? So we can clarify no, so, with a photo. So Wait, has that ever happened to you guys where you like, were with a couple? Well, I had that threesome. Well, they weren't a couple. Oh, I was invited... Okay, I was invited by someone, but he didn't tell his boyfriend that I was coming over, so that got weird. Oh. So let's see. Next one is Talakitox, and he says, got super drunk and made a scene professing my love for someone. This was like high school days. Oh, uh, we've all been there. Yeah. I haven't done that. Are you just... No. Did you McCoy, just please, <laughs> if I can well, name I him... <laughs> I can name a few. <laughs> okay, never mind. Moving on. Next one. No, wait, wait. No, 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 no. So, T, what, what few are you talking about? No, we, we're trying to keep the episode short. So, let's go to the next one. And it's uh, from Anonymous, but he chose his code name, and his code name is Kiki Howell. And he hey, says, Kiki. <laughs> when I dated my professor that was 11 years older, than me back in college when I was a minor. Um, for context, back in the Philippines, before they had K to 12, you were in college by the age of 16, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's what he meant by a minor. So he must have been 16 or 17. Oh, so he was literally a minor. Yes. Or she was literally a minor. So if he let's just say he or she, Kiki, um, if Kiki was, let's say, 17, so the professor was 27. Or 16, 26, yes. Oh, no, 11. So 16, 27, yeah, so, yep. And then Kieferdy says, Why did I use bisexuality as my gender expression when I was gay as fuck? I understand this because I came out as bi. I get it. Yeah, I came out as bi. That's how you kind of soften the blow. Yeah, people nowadays, they're more honest. We couldn't be as honest as they are now because... There was still stigma against being gay. Being bisexual was more acceptable, right? So well, I think it's it's interesting because I think for men being bi is still not acceptable. But is it because then you're not like stuck into like a category yet? At the, you know when you're still, I think people misunderstand. I think people misunderstand bisexuality, and maybe that's why it's not as acceptable as it really should be. Yeah, it's like straight people don't get them and gay people may not fully get them. So they're like, you know, both camps is misunderstanding them and yeah, claiming that, oh, you're just saying you're just saying that to be different or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, cause, you know, for a long time, we've used it as like a transitional mm-hmm. phase. But in reality, especially now, you just, you know, I the way I look at bisexuality, it really is more someone who's able to see beyond, you know, the surface. It's like, it doesn't really matter, you know, what gender uh, you associate yourself with. It really is that they see the person for who the person is. So the next one is, (laughs) 
The next one is the Glentot of Creepsilog. So he says, something regrettable, right? I guess my fashion choices back in college, I cringe when I look at pictures. Oh, I think everyone can relate. But I mean, at least you're trendy. Yeah, and also that comes back like within 20 year cycle again. I'm hoping the very, very baggy khaki jeans, a khaki pants. They are rows. coming back. Yeah. No, no, like they are cut the back. They're back. I mean, like the button up, you know, the polo shirts, the, the, if it was like the Tommy Hill figure, like those <laughs> are coming back right now. People are fucking buying them again. Everything from the 90s is back. I'm waiting for those. Remember those, like the um, the Chicago Bulls and the, ja- <laughs> the, the, the jackets? No, the jackets. I, so funny so i found my my high school varsity jacket were you in band no i was in sports <laughs> why did you think i was in band <laughs> what the fuck what is that sports? how you got your varsity jacket in band what sports was? I, I played tennis and i also oh. swam also swim team okay but i got my varsity because of tennis what a band <laughs> the fuck sorry <laughs> nothing wrong with bad but i'm just yes. saying like yes i love that you were like didn't associate me to sports at all i actually didn't and i do apologize you <laughs> didn't have your own tennis court so i don't know why i didn't put two and two together <laughs> i hate you moving on so anonymous and a story um so what code name should we use for anonymous okay we'll do uh what's a good filipino one it has to be jh so let's go uh jasper so <laughs> is it is it Jasper like J H A? Okay, so that's how we're gonna Jasper. spell it. But it's gonna be yeah. Jasper. Okay. <laughs> so Jasper was seeing this guy that hinted he had some kinks, and here at Gam Chat we don't uh, kink shame. Whatever your kink is, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, Jasper got curious, and the guy was nice, so he figured, why not? So this is when uh, Jasper got to try his trisexuality, and that means try anything once. So they checked into a motel or hotel, Jasper didn't specify. Um, they proceeded to make out, and then Jasper asked that you know the, what the kink was that he was referring to. Initially, the guy didn't want to tell Jasper, but Jasper insisted, but still nothing. So they kept making out, then Jasper tried his luck again and asked one more time. Turns out the guy's kink was playing with poop. Mm. Scott. Yes, like he wanted Jasper to shit on his face. So Jasper thought he must be kidding, but the guy was serious. So Jasper said, I can't do that. And then he kind of said, can we just do other stuff? Then he said it was like opening Pandora's box because now the guy kept asking, right? Kept insisting. So they ended up coming up with a compromise and got it down to an act that Jasper would be willing to try. So anyway, so Jasper shitted on the guy's chest. And then Jasper got grossed out because it smelled really bad. So he went to the bathroom. And when he came out of the bathroom, he saw the guy playing with himself and the poop. So there, he said, what the fuck was I thinking? Jasper does say he was young then. And the guy did try to warn him, but, you know, he insisted on wanting to know what it was. You didn't include a trigger warning before this story? (laughs) Oh, Oh, I was going to say, if you guys are eating food, maybe step away from the food. (laughs) 
I'm like gagging right now. Oh my Wait, god. Wait, my thing is like, why was it in the room portion of the hotel and not in the bathroom? Like, I guess they were like the making start? out on the bed. I don't know. Like, isn't that <laughs> harder to clean up? Well, here's my thing about this situation. If you have if you have a kink like scat and you don't tell the person, the part your partner, intimate partner is beforehand, that is so messed up. Well, okay. He didn't want to say, but Jasper kept insisting. No, but it's like, you know, like if if the guy's original intent was for scat play, which is when you play with somebody's poop. Um, that's what it's called. You disclose that ahead of time. You yeah, you tell them well, before no, they even see No, them. but the thing is I don't think he wanted to because keep in mind the story begins with Jasper insisting, "Well, tell me what it is," and the guy was like, "No, I really don't want to tell you." So I don't think that they they went to the hotel room with the intention of doing scat, but because I don't believe that. So you're saying the guy tricked Jasper into yes, it? Yes, yes. Also, in the I... sense that he Jasper said no already, but the guy kept on insisting and convincing him. Well, because him. Jasper was like. Oh, what is it? So once he said it, he was like, "Fuck!" Now I'm excited for it. I, now I want it. But I don't. Oh, I think okay. initially he didn't want to do it. The guy didn't want to tell him initially. But Jasper was like so curious. Maybe he thought it was just something that, you know, something cute, like a cute little kink that he could handle. No, he he he, he knew. Got, yeah. Well, I, the guy, the guy. This is what the. This is how it usually is, and that's why it's important when you have hookups that you mm-hmm. disclose like what the kinks are. Or you should be transparent with it because yeah, that isn't for everybody. Everybody knows that he knows that, yeah, definitely. and he was not sharing it early on because it. Yeah, this is sorry, 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 Jasper, but that was that's messed up. Yeah, it's, it's Jasper, right? We're saying Jasper. Jasper, yeah, Jasper. <laughs> or then he gave it like a country like Jasper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shall we move on to three? Because that story was we need um what they would say in Tagalog is banlao, like rinse. We need to rinse that off. <laughs> I hope so, you yeah. did. But yeah. <laughs> no, there's um you know, it's I'm like gagging because I'm you know what? I'm not gonna share my experiences. <laughs> we'll just go on to the next one. Are you sure? Basically what we're talking about is Greg S. Jasper. Moving on, what's question number three? <laughs> It's Gregsper. <laughs> Moving on. Moving move on. on. Quickly, please. So the third question is from Ashley. And the question goes, why do we tell women to cover up so men don't get excited? Why do we have to remind men to respect women when this should be expected? Now, trigger warning, we're about to discuss the sensitive topic of sexual assault in this question. Um, so just be aware of that. So, yeah. So you did some research. What did you find? Yeah. So there was this art exhibit back in 2017. Well, the article on Huffington Post was, was written in, in September of 2017. So the question that they post was, what were you wearing? So the article opens with, um, it's a question people ask survivors of sexual violence all too often. A question wrought with victim blaming and an implication that maybe the survivor could have prevented their assault if they had worn something less revealing, less sexy. 
A powerful art exhibit currently on display at the University of Kansas aims to debunk this myth. The exhibit titled, What Were You Wearing?, features 18 stories of sexual violence and representations of what each victim was wearing at the time of their assaults. The outfits include a bikini, a young boy's yellow collared shirt, a sexy red dress, and a t-shirt and jeans. So the first one is a bikini, and it said, um, the question is, what were you wearing? So the victim says, a swimsuit. We had a canoeing at the river all day. It had been a really fun time. Then they came into my tent when I was trying to change clothes. The next one, what were you wearing? My favorite yellow shirt but I don't remember what pants I was wearing. I remember being so confused and just wanting to leave my brother's room and go back to watching my cartoons. Next one. What were you wearing? Khakis and a dress shirt. I had to give a presentation that day in my communications class. They took my clothes at the hospital during my rape exam. I'm not sure what happened to them. All right, so what's your thoughts on There's some cultures around the world that that puts the blame on the victim. But we're not going to discuss that because I don't, I don't know enough about that to be comfortable discussing it. Here in the U.S., not so long ago, there's been a lot of like cases that were brought up um, that you know the media covered of assaults in universities and colleges, right? And even people I know have said, well, if they didn't want to be assaulted, they should have. They should not have gone to the party and got drunk. You know people who said this? Yes. And my thing is, if you have the tendency to force yourself on people, maybe you, sh you shouldn't go to the party and get drunk. How about that? You know, maybe you should lock yourself in your room if you have the propensity to force yourself on people. I don't get... I, even in the Philippines, this, had, this happened where... I think it was in Laguna. The police official was blaming the victim. And it became really controversial because... Um, a daughter of a senator said something because she's a celebrity and then some of the from the other party was attacking her and her father and was threatening to rape the daughter something like that first of all why is rape being used as a threat it's uh, it's very upsetting so my thing is this exhibit proved that as, there was no question in my mind anyway, but this exhibit made it abundantly clear that it's not about what you're wearing. Uh, it's about what the other people's intentions are towards you. Let's respect everyone and how they want to express themselves through their clothing. The clothing has nothing to do with them being a victim, plain and simple. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who? This actually. This is. This question does deserve a trigger warning because it's just. I mean, this, I feel like this debate has been, or this question has brought it up, like, what was she wearing kind of question yeah. has been brought up for way too long. Yeah. I think as just blaming the victim, you know, like a, a woman could wear whatever she wants. I don't even know how to go into this because it, in our culture in the U.S., I mean, we have a Supreme Court justice, the highest court in the land, who had a lot of allegations against him for you know, sexually assaulting a girl, right? When he was younger and they blamed it on the victim. And I feel like this is such a bullshit cop out that men don't own up to their own actions. You know, I think it's such a bullshit that it, this is still out there. It's not about what anyone wears. Mm -hmm. It's about taking power over somebody else. And to blame somebody because they're wearing clothes 
it's stupid. I mean, they, they even use the same type of like thinking when it comes to black lives. Yeah. Well, why did this young black man wear a, a hoodie? You know? And it's, again, you're like, they have the freedom to wear whatever they fucking want. And it, like you were saying, McCoy, it's these assholes who make a decision to attack somebody, you know, or take power over somebody. It doesn't matter what they're fucking wearing. Yeah. I'm on the same boat as you guys. It's really just the with everything else. It's the lack of accountability. You know, like blaming the victim is the easiest way to go because that's what pushed them as if like they have no self-control on themselves or they're not accountable to having control. Actually, it's it's funny. Like when I came out and really recognized my own sexuality, I noticed or I was really focused on noticing or pointing out whenever I notice toxic masculinity. And there's been a handful of times where I'll just be walking. Um, I like going for walks, like especially in the city or, you know, neighborhoods or um, where it's really um, populated. I like I I do that a lot. But um, I would apologize to women when I see them, because sometimes I will see them getting catcalled, being stared at, like, you know, not the stare like head to toe, like, oh, okay, just looking at you. I do that sometimes. Sometimes I would just stare blankly at people, but, you know, with no, it's kind of like pass, seeing pass through them. But you can tell when a man is looking at a female and their thought is going askew into like, you know, what, what um, appropriate would be. And, and they can sense it. These women can sense it, feels it, and you can see it in their faces like, either sometimes anger or sometimes guilt, like as if they did something. And I apologize to them because it's like, fuck, that's like, I'm sorry as in behalf of someone that's a cis male that it's, you know, another person is doing that to you because it's really disgusting. It's really disgusting that men do that. Where do you guys think men learned this type of behavior? Or like this somehow permission that they could do this to women. I don't want to say it's ingrained. I think it's taught. You know that thought of like, oh, they're just boys being boys kind of thing. Kind of like when when Trump was caught saying all that stuff, grabbing people by the pussy. I think that's what he said. Or vagina. I'm not sure what word he used. That's all. Those are his words. Yeah. Yes. And people were saying people, his supporters were like, it's just like locker room talk and the boys being boys. What? Really? That that still exists. So it's like father telling son or uncle telling nephew or whatever, you know, that it's okay. It's just boys being boys. Yeah. It, you just reminded me with Trump, our past president, he's done so much dumb, idiotic just uh, criminal things uh i yeah when he was making that statement um grab grab them by the pussy is what his words were i believe and how many people just said that's all right you know and that's the he was a president of the united fucking states and he said that it was okay to sexually assault women even like the republican party just looked away from it right and that's just not acceptable shall we go to listeners responses no, yes, yes. Okay. It's kind of just, it's infuriating. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. Okay. So let's go to our listener responses. So the first one is from 
Flo Galindez, and he says, Honestly, we don't have the right to tell anyone how they should dress, especially with women. We should draw a line on that and start looking at ourselves first. And then Virginia underscore N underscore NY, she says, I think it's a power and control thing, which is ridiculous, which is true. And Kifi says, because people grow up to this wrong concept, but it's being corrected nowadays. I'm hoping he's right that it's being corrected. Maybe not everywhere, but some segments of society, it's it's being taught to, um, that no means no, so hopefully. And Alfie Clemente says, Typical mentality that girls who dress provocatively are sluts, even though it's not 100% true. And Choi says, We tell women to cover up. This is unnecessary. I think because we grew up hearing these things from older people, we thought we should do the same. I think if we were taught at an early age that anyone can wear whatever they want, that we should let people express themselves however they want to, if only older people did not censor things that would otherwise seem normal, examples he provided is sex education, SOGI bill, which is sexual orientation, gender identity expression. It's a bill in the Philippines that hasn't passed and similar things. And says, if we were taught how to better understand our excitement and the urges we feel when we see certain things and how to manage these feelings, nobody will, will ever have to tell anyone to cover up. Yeah, I'm thinking about this, going back to Trump. Like, blaming the victim, what is the purpose of that? Blaming it on the woman. If you blame it on the victim, then it's not really your fault. It's not the guy's fault. It's not the guy's fault. It's not the guy's fault. Yeah, it's not the guy's fault. Yeah, shifting. Why is that important to not blame the guy? Why is it easier to blame women? Well, if you you blame the victim, then you're not liable for your actions. It's, again, a lack of accountability. You're passing it on to someone else. Because no, I didn't do anything wrong. They did something. You are not the evildoer. She is because she seduced you by wearing jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> okay, no, no, no not, not even. Okay, let's shift the jeans and a t-shirt to a, a sexy red dress that's okay. what, above so the knee. It's but, not my, for example, it's not my fault uh, that this happened. It's her fault because she seduced me by wearing... Um, a short dress but like she did that for herself she wanted to feel good you know but if we go back further like there's tons of stories way before our time that always framed the woman as this you know this seductress okay then i i something popped in my head and it might be biblical because eve um tempted adam with apple from the snake and that's why men learn to sin. Wait, is that the context? Something like that. So it's Eve's fault. And that's why all over the Bible, it's always, you know, women. And the Bible is, of course, written by, by men. Yes. Of course. Yeah, even the, the very first tale of the beginning of life on earth was the woman was a seductress evil. Yeah. Temptation. Damn. And to this day, 2021, it's like still going on. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that this new generation grows up knowing to take more responsibility for the actions, respect people, people's spaces. Well, this is interesting because, you know, during this post-Trump era, 
Um, we have what they call like the Proud Boys, which is a, I guess is it's not a terrorist group now. I think I don't know if they, are they labeled as such. I think they're labeled as a, a domestic terrorist group now or a hate group. I think maybe in Canada, it's they're labeled as a hate group. And this is like this, you know, D, we were talking about this toxic masculinity saying, I'm a man, I have a right to slam into everybody because I'm a white male. And they're called the Proud Boys, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's, so it's quite interesting. Yeah, I think as a society, we are changing our views. But there is a strong pushback from a small group of white males to preserve this masculinity that they have some type of ownership over someone else's body during the kavanaugh hearing of the supreme court um, there was a lot of debate on facebook i remember this because people were republicans and conservatives were upset that this woman came forward that this nominee for the highest court of the land assaulted her and a lot of conservatives were upset by it and i remember one of my friends posted on facebook he's an academic uh, he's an engineer and he actually posted some interesting studies that say, that said, that found that women who come forth with these allegations, who come forth that they've been sexually assaulted or raped, statistically, their lives are actually harder. Because there was this debate from conservatives saying that the woman coming forward that she was sexually assaulted just wanted a book deal. She just wanted money out of it, which was not true. There was no sign. There was no, nothing that she did that she said that indicated that she wanted money to, to share the story that she got sexually assaulted by this Supreme Court justice. Judge, um, it really makes me sad that this is the case, that the studies are showing this, that if a woman comes forward, her life isn't going to be better because people will doubt the woman or the victim from speaking up. So I think that things are changing, but at the same time, things are remaining the same. Are, I'm remaining the same and we really need to be mindful. And also I think as males, we're all males here that when we see it, we call it out. So thank you for your queries, Joy, Grace and Mimai and Ashley. Let us know how you would answer this question to yourself. We want to hear your answers and we'll read them on our future episodes. And that's our show. If you like to leave a comment or have more questions for us, you can reach us at on social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at GamChat Podcast. Or you can also email us your questions and answers to GamChatPodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're catching our episodes. We're also part of the Bunk Collective, a group of Filipino content creators here and in the Philippines. Visit the website at thebunkph.com. And we'll catch you on the next one. 